This podcast is brought to you by Link, simply the best way to learn languages. After you listen to the podcast, sign up for a free account at Link, L-I-N-G-Q dot com, and study the full transcript using Link's revolutionary learning tools. Hi everyone, Mark Hoffman here again for the English Link podcast. Today I'm joined by Jill. Hello. How's it going? Good, thanks. Another beautiful day here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. We were just commenting on the fact that podcast day means it's going to be sunny. <laughs> seems like. It anyway. seems like. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but maybe we only remember the sunny days. Selective memory. Perhaps. You have to be that way to survive the winter in Vancouver. <laughs> it can't be that bad. It's sunny every time we do the podcast. <laughs> People just say it rains here a lot. It's not true. Uh, I guess to start with, we did want to cover a few updates to Link, Mm -hmm. um, which we've many of you should have seen over the last uh, week or so, a couple weeks, uh, and we haven't talked about before, but we probably should to try and clarify some of the, well, particularly the activity score, and I think, I'm not sure if we've had a lot of questions about it on the forum, we've had some. Um, but it's probably worth going over that score and and what we're trying to do with that score and 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 what we are trying to do is is get some kind of a measure that allows us to compare uh our members and particularly the effort or the activity level um of our members and with the intention that in the future we would Award some kind of obviously recognition and 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 probably some points as well uh, for those who are most active, mm-hmm. because those who are mo- most active will learn best. <laughs> so, um, what we've done and and based on the statistics that we have in the system, and which you can see on your overview page, uh, obviously we can't. We can't use the listening hours and the reading words of reading that are more or less manually entered, not because we don't trust all of you, but uh, it just leaves the possibility open for people to start trying to cheat. Abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Abuse. You can just uh, manually enter in a hundred listening hours even if you've listened haven't listened at all or update a bunch of content items that you haven't read. Exactly. And and so we just to remove that uh, temptation, we are not going to include listening and reading in our activity score. Although those are extremely important activities, we assume that if you're doing the other activities, uh, you will do, be doing your listening and reading as well. And um, we needed numbers that the system keeps track of so that it's fair. It's, it's a level playing field. Mm-hmm. It's fair, exactly. Mm-hmm. So. With having said that, then the activity score is the number of created links divided by two, plus the number of learned links, plus the number of words of writing that you've submitted in the in the month, plus the number of events that you've participated in times sixty, and that sixty comes from sixty minutes basically, even though. A one-on-one for 15 minutes is not a 60-minute event. Uh, we still consider it as one event, and we multiply it by 60 to give us that 
speaking score, essentially. So this is a calculation that you've come up with and and really not something that people should worry too much about, right? The actual formula? Exactly. You're going to see a score. Uh, we're going to start to put up um, display, you know, at least the top performers, and it'll be a way that you can gauge your performance against the other or the top performers or the most active members at Link. And mm-hmm. Just another way that we hope will, another th- tool that we want to use to hopefully motivate people to be more active, to do more things, to mm-hmm. because that's always one of the difficulties with uh, an online system or a remote learning situation. How do you motivate people to, to, to do what they need to do mm-hmm. in order to succeed? And so... You know, we we can't force people to come to class, so we have to devise different ways of encouraging people to become active. And so this is another way, and and I think it'll be quite fun. Uh, It'll allow people to compare themselves to other members Mm -hmm. and and, uh, see their score increasing every month as they do more and more. And, uh, yeah, we don't... uh, We're not sure if if the formula is in its final state i'm sure it'll probably evolve a bit over time as we start to see some real scores mm-hmm. um and of course you know any feedback that any of you listeners have about it we'd be very interested to hear um but we are going to have a learner of the month in november who will be the our member with the most with the highest activity score and uh jill you'll be announcing that mm-hmm. next week mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be interesting, and uh, I guess we'll probably have a. We, we will also list the top ten. Mm-hmm. You know, those we'll have the learner of the month and our and our honor roll. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, I think that probably covers the activity score. Do you have mm-hmm. any any other thoughts there, Jill? Uh, I think just uh, that the other reason we'll have that activity score is uh, is for us to have a way to to give out some award prizes and and stuff mm-hmm. eventually when we right. have it all working properly and and the the top people may earn points or prizes mm-hmm. or something right so it, there's a lot of incentive to yeah. work hard right. And and I, hopefully we can do more and more things with that uh, with that score uh, over time uh, to make you know to things more fun or to mm-hmm. to, to uh, you know help liven up the community or, or whatever whatever the case may be. Uh, besides the activity score, we also want to mention that we do finally have email alerts on the forum, so that. Uh, now you're able to follow a thread or follow a forum, which you weren't able to do before, mm-hmm. uh, short of checking on the site uh, every day to see what's, what new comments have been added. So uh, obviously we've been receiving a lot of requests for that, and, and you know we <laughs> wanted it ourselves because mm-hmm. we also were uh, having to search the forum for new posts all the time. So that's, that's great to have. And... Uh, just want to make people aware of that you can either watch the whole a whole forum or you can watch an individual thread and there's just a, a tick box at the top of the forum page or at the top of a thread page which you can tick uh, 
to watch the forum and, and then you'll receive email alerts whenever a new post is posted on the, on uh, that thread mm-hmm. or forum or forum mm-hmm. right besides that um what uh, what else are we going to talk about i know we had uh we were commenting earlier that uh, our transcriber um <laughs> I was asking Jill, well, you can tell the story. <laughs> uh, well, she, I, th- I think it was th- on Monday or Wednesday, she was doing a trans transcription for us, and she said at the end uh, that she had a feeling that uh, maybe I was having a baby sometime soon, and I, I haven't talked about it on any of our podcasts, but your dad and you have just mentioned a couple little things here and there that I think um, were subtle clues and certain people picked up on them mm-hmm. and certain people didn't and uh, she was one of them and so she asked me if if I was pregnant and yes I am. And you are. <laughs> and in case any anyone else out there has been wondering the same thing, we thought uh, it might be time to uh, mention that and you are expecting the baby boy <laughs> in uh was it march well yeah march 30th or april 2nd it depends who you talk to right from between my doctor and the sonographer have two different dates march but 30th or, or april 2nd yeah you think it's going to be that uh, precise well within a week anyway so <laughs> yeah somewhere at the end somewhere of march beginning of april okay yeah uh, by the way i think it's going to be a boy but so do a lot of people, actually. <laughs> uh, it hasn't actually. We nobody knows. We don't know. We don't no. know even. Yeah, we haven't found. But out. since Jill seems to want a girl, I thought. No, I don't. I don't necessarily want a girl anymore. <laughs> I'm. Te- I'm telling you, my nephew changed all that. Okay. That I'm happy right. to have a boy now. Um, yeah. So I really don't care. I honestly don't. Um, just healthy. Oh, for sure. The, you know, it's so yeah. cliche, but yeah. it's so true. Mm-hmm. You just want every, you know, the baby to have all its mm-hmm. <laughs> fingers and toes and organs and for everything. Sure. That's it. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I guess, um, I guess what brought it up was that we were talking about our Christmas party, and you were asking if my wife was going to bring the eggnog. And, uh, her ho- famous homemade her famous eggnog. Homemade eggnog, and because most of the time you don't get homemade eggnog, mm. you get the stuff out of the carton, mm-hmm. which is just not the same. And Jill's quite a big homemade eggnog fan, probably eggnog. I'm a fan. big eggnog fan. <laughs> period. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even the store bought kind. <laughs> so you were, um, yeah, a little sad that you weren't going to be able to take part in the yeah. eggnog, and I said. I was encouraging you to go ahead and have a little. You're always encouraging me to drink, I know. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> and actually, and you know what? I would have a few sips. I, yeah. I don't think that's going to hurt anything. Um, but I was saying that there's raw egg in it, and I was more concerned about that because, of course, you can, um, there can be bacteria mm-hmm. in raw egg. Mm-hmm. And that can, it might just make me sick. But it, right. it could be very, very dangerous to right. the baby. So you're not supposed to eat that. Having said that, I've baked cookies a few times in the last couple of months, <laughs> and I 
still can't resist licking a spoon or having a taste of the batter, which right. has raw egg in it. Um, and I know I probably shouldn't, but I- I've eaten that my whole life, and homemade eggnog with eggs in it, I've never once gotten sick from a raw egg. Wow, well, it's one of these things that people... It's possible. Blow, you know, blow out of proportion. There's far more dangerous things that you do all day, every day, mm-hmm. than drinking eggnog or mm-hmm. eating cookie dough. Yeah. So... Yes, it's possible, but extremely unlikely. And I guess you're not supposed to eat sushi. No, you're not supposed to eat raw fish. Right. And uh, as I was saying to you, I, I don't think people in Japan worry about uh, those kinds of things when they're pregnant. I could be wrong. All of you Japanese listeners, you can let us know. Yeah, please, the, I'm please, interested. We want to know, right? Let us know on the English Link forum. Um, but it seems to me, you know... I, Japanese pregnant Japanese women eat sushi. I know that very often in Japanese meals you get a raw egg. You know, like in sukiyaki, you dip your meat in, a, you beat up a raw egg and dip your meat in it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's kind of on the side, and it's you... like in a little bowl. You crack your egg, you and then you it don't up, cook it after. Put a little soy sauce in it. Oh no, you cook the meat. Yeah. yeah, and then you dip it in the egg and eat it. Really? Yeah, it's good. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but I, I don't think it, it in Japan they worry about it too much. Hmm. And it's just one of those things that uh, I think somebody somewhere decided that that's something we should raise the alarm on. And uh, really, of all the things you do in the day... Probably, and I might be wrong about this too, but it seems to me that maybe in North America we worry about these things more than in other countries. We seem to be told, you know, don't eat... Don't eat deli meat because it can ha- contain listeria, a bacteria that can cross the placenta. Don't eat raw egg. Don't eat r- raw fish, sushi. Uh, there's quite a number of, of items, and I just don't think that everywhere else in the world people abstain from all those th- same things. Yeah, I mean, I guess because... I mean, obviously some places in the world, they don't have as much choice in what Mm -hmm. they can or can't eat, period. Uh, But, uh, I mean, to the degree that you can avoid any possible negative consequences, you want to avoid everything that might be possibly Mm -hmm. dangerous. But at the same time, if you're always worried about stuff... That's not good for you either. That's not good for you either. And and, it's a bit like this... And also, it's it's. Are you worrying about the right things? You know, like the whole pesticides on fruit issue, which I think we've talked about mm-hmm, before. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no proof anywhere that pesticides residue on fruit does any harm to anybody, or has ever done any harm to anybody. But it's something that sounds like, yeah, that sounds like that should be the case. So people worry about it, whereas in fact. There's lots of things that are far more dangerous to you out there. So it's mm. certain things, for whatever reason, grab our imagination and make us worry about them somehow. Like the whole, like, like the raw egg thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, raw egg mm-hmm. bacteria that could really. So I'm not gonna eat any, but really, the chances of that happening are so small. The chances are slim, but I guess it's just, do you want to take that chance? Well, that's. Right. I mean, for nine months. not to eat raw egg is really not a big deal. No. So why would you take the chance? I guess that's That's sort of more the point. And it's the same thing with drinking alcohol. I know we're we're told 
here people think you know once you know you're pregnant don't have don't touch alcohol don't even have a sip and you know all all my aunts and my mom and not that maybe they drank a lot while they were pregnant but uh I'm certainly they drank oh, and I mean. all of their children have been just fine and we were on uh, in the, in a taxi with on the way to the airport in New York with a couple of British guys and we were talking about me being pregnant and or not being and I said something about not being able to drink we hadn't gone to any pubs right. while we were there because I couldn't drink anyway and uh, he said he had an ex-wife and they had two kids and he said in his very funny accent um, that uh, he, you know, he doesn't, his wife would have would have told you to basically screw off if you right. told her she couldn't have anything to drink while she was pregnant. <laughs> right. So she'd had two kids and I don't think we she don't know drank what the kids a, looked like. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> no. And he didn't, I mean, he didn't say, oh yeah, she was a a boozer who drank right. every day, right. but he certainly made it seem like she had the odd drink. And I just can't imagine that all French women stop drinking wine completely while they're pregnant. Yeah, I mean, back back in the day, nobody really. I mean, it wasn't the doctors didn't say you're not allowed to drink, mm-hmm. and everybody turned out fine. So it's, I mean, yeah, okay, if you're drinking a lot, that's going to be bad. But to have a glass of wine with your dinner. I mean, I think you even said your wife, Kindry, had oh, yeah. the odd half sure. half glass while she was pregnant, yeah. and all three of your children are just fine. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's obviously not, and that's the problem when doctors come out and they're just so cut and dried, like 100%, you're not allowed to have any alcohol and know this and know that. Wow, I mean, give people a little credit. Say, mm-hmm. you know, be smart. You got a baby in there, so... Don't you know, don't go get drunk don't and go get drunk. But you can have a glass of wine at your dinner, and I think some doctors do, and some doctors don't. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, I don't think uh, it's certainly not as uh, cut and dried as they make it out to be, or as dangerous as you mm-hmm. as they make it out mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know everything in moderation, and, and you're fine. So I might just take a sip of Chris's eggnog tonight. No, you see, <laughs> after a sip all or two. that. <laughs> well, good. And um, I guess we'll end it uh, end it there, and we'll reconvene on Monday. All right, great. See you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, at the party. <laughs>